Welcome to Divorce Diary Show podcast. I'm Michelle Trina live live today on my YouTube channel. Um, I haven't done a live in a long time, so I wanted to test out the waters and record my podcast today live on my YouTube channel. Um, I don't know. Um, I haven't I haven't done this in so long. The live and I'm I miss it um, because during the pandemic I did my YouTube live a lot and it was great. We'll see. I got a lot more subscribers now, and I want to see if they're tuning in. Um, so the upcoming shows I have are in Florida. I can't wait. Next week I'll be in Boca Raton. Oh, I'm a little nervous, but excited. The new guy that I was talking to, I've now stopped talking to sort of, <clears throat> he's not really the new guy anymore because, um, we never dated, but I really liked him months ago. He couldn't see past, um, our backgrounds which is weird to say in my forties, like, but he couldn't like he, he, you know, we had brought up different religions and his religion is very important. I mean, my real, look, I think if religion's important to you and you can't date me because of it, I, I can, I can try to empathize, but I really liked him. And so now you're not even now, like he didn't even want to see me again. I mean, it was a whole thing. Um, he didn't want to see me again because he, I think he, he doesn't, he, he basically was tiptoeing around that he thinks I'm going to think more of it, which I was like, well, yeah, I like you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, it, but I also felt confused by him a little bit. Anyway, it's over. We're not talking anymore. I mean, I guess we can't, we're not like badly not talking anymore, but like he sent me a text on Sunday and I didn't respond for hours later, like the next day, I think. And then he didn't answer when I wrote, I wrote like a very two worded, I'm fine kind of answer, you know? Um, so I have been obsessing about letting go in the last couple of years. How do I let go? I never let go. Even as a kid, teenager, twenties, thirties, now 41, I don't let go of things that I want, like, which I guess is good in business, but not when dating. And if like this guy and I didn't even date, why am I still hanging on to it? Um, I really liked him. I liked the feeling I had with him. The one night we were like semi-intimate, which wasn't real. So we didn't have sex, but we were kissing and touching. It was really, really nice. And it felt really passionate. And I want that consistently, as I've been saying. Um, I, I mean, I hear horror stories about the apps. I really don't want to go on the apps. I have an audition today that talks about the apps, which is pretty funny. Um, do you know what it's like dating in Meadville on the apps is one of the lines. So very excited. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go to the apps because it's kind of like, I, I just don't know if I can handle that distraction right now. Um, because it's like, I'm on all the social media apps as it is. And just to keep up with my business on social media, then to go to the apps, it's like, Oh, for the love of God. And if people were like, you should do the apps. And if for the, if the majority of people were telling me the apps are great, I'd be on there in a fucking heartbeat. In fact, most of us would probably be in relationships, but it's not the apps. It's the human beings that suck. No, um, I, you know, not, we don't suck, but we suck a little bit sometimes, you know, it's, 
it's how we deal with the societal change in our in our uh, our shift in how we court somebody. Now there's all these different labels, right? Situationship, situationship. Apparently, this is a new term. I mean, come on. I want to be such a fuck up in dating where there's a, a label now that's called Michelle with one L. That's why the the mo, maybe my my the Michelle with one L. Are you guys Michelled? Are you Michelled? That would mean that you're super single because you don't like to date people that like you back. Um, or we, we say like you Michelled him, like sent him a bunch of text messages through voice thread that identified why he should respond to you. You've been Michelle sleep with you and attached herself to your bedpost because you feel a strong connection, even though the sex wasn't that good. You've been Michelle. You have an aversion towards a relationship and you're still seeking me out. You're Michelling him or her. That's my relationship label. So one of my best friends, um, Doug Bass, you guys know, you've seen him on the show. If you pay attention to Force Diaries deeply, he has been with me since I pretty much started the show. Um, and he saw someone on his story that was a former lover of mine that Doug likes to say, use a weekend romance. I'm like, we had a four day, we had a four day month French, four day. We had a four month friendship before that, that I felt for him. And then anyway, we had a romance and then he was like, peace. And last night, Doug was like, yeah, that's why you don't mix business with pleasure. Cause we were also thinking about working together, blah, blah, blah. This guy is blocked on my social media and now I unblocked him though, sidebar, sidebar, and I probably shouldn't have, but now, because this is why I unblocked him. So I probably shouldn't, I should go back to blocking him, but I have him, I had him blocked a couple days ago for like a year and a half. He still follows Doug and Doug sent me a screenshot of the guy looking at his story. And I flipped out because that same day earlier on, I had been talking about him and feeling really sad again, how he didn't have closure, how I really liked that friendship, how I thought he had feelings for me, how it, the whole thing felt really fucked up. Now, I definitely spiraled out of texting control and reaching out to him throughout the year to try to have a conversation again. He refused, he refused, he refused. So there's a lot of messy shit there. But at the the, the core of what's still bothering me and why I want to talk to this guy so much is to say, why did you have to hurt me like that? Or, okay. So <clears throat> the core is that I want to know like why he had to ignore me. Why couldn't he have a conversation when I asked multiple times? Um, he was pretty mean to me. And then I apologized. I apologized and sent him a gift asking for like, let's, can we talk? He, he sent me a message. He's like, thank you for the words I sent. Thank you for the gift. Refused to talk to me. Yeah. What I did, I have no idea. I think maybe it was my stand-up. Maybe it was a content I created. But I don't, I don't think I did anything wrong to him to deserve that. Um, I don't know. The whole thing hurt. 
then I think he lied about having a relationship because then in July, June of last year, I sent him a message. Hey, I'll be in LA. Can we talk? Even have a conversation for a couple minutes. And he's like, I'm in a relationship and I want to maintain my distance. Yeah. Now, of course, I went to look and see if he was in a relationship. Now, not because you don't post those. Now, don't be saying, oh, you a stalker. Oh, you spooky. You know you do that shit. And honestly, I was curious. So I was like, oh, because when he told me he was in a relationship, I was crying for like an hour. Not so much because there was still feelings there. Well, there were, but I, I, I felt hurt. I felt like, man, I really did think there was something with him. And I just felt like it was another, like, he didn't have to say that to me. I mean, if he was actually in a relationship, maybe he's like, look, I, he could just say I'm not available. I don't know. I mean, it definitely hurt me. So if that was his key to like hurt me, great. If it was his um, tactic and getting me to leave him alone, great. It worked. Actually, it didn't work. I texted him again on New Year's Eve. So I don't know. I felt like I had a lot of un, un, uh, fish, finished business with him that, not unfinished, I just felt sad. The whole thing made me feel sad. I should have never slept with him. Then at the same time, I, I'm glad I did because I had feelings for him. It was a really nice couple of days, but uh, the eight month depression afterwards wasn't great. Um, I don't, it wasn't a full blown depression. I was depressive at, at times. Like I was crying a lot. And for him to not even acknowledge the hurt, like he sent me a message shortly after the whole fiasco saying, please allow us to be friends. And then he went and fucking unfollowed me was an asshole to me, refused to talk to me. I don't know why. That's kind of the main reason why I want to talk to him. Like there was a time period. Yes, I know. I get it. I won't let go. I get it. But there was a time period where nothing was wrong. I came home. I said, why can't we do more than this? And he's like, because I don't look at you that way. And I was hurt because I felt like, but you felt, I felt like you looked at me that way. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I want to know what, what shifted from the time where you were like, I'm going to be friends with Michelle to now I don't want to talk to you. I don't know what happened in that period. I wasn't sending spiraling text messages at that period. The only the time that I sent the spiraling text messages was when I saw that he unfollowed my show. I asked to speak with him. He wouldn't. No spiraling text messages there. A couple weeks later, it was his birthday. I sent him happy birthday. Went to my gyno for a doc appointment to get the STD checkups. By the way, my STD test came back fine from the last freak out that I had. Um, and he didn't even answer my questions about his last test because I have major anxiety about these things. I knew he was fine, but I wanted to just check in. I was having anxiety. I felt very alone. I don't do well when I have intimacy with a man and he drops me off the face of the planet that is a big setback for me. And I felt like he really took all the information that he learned about me from his podcast and from the time we were friends and used it to fuck with me. And it hurt very badly. And that's what I wish I could say to him. And yeah, of course, I wish I could get an apology. Uh, but like my friend said, he's like, I ain't get no apology from him. I know I'm not. Um, I think what I do in my head hope that I was not wrong about the feelings that I felt from him. So that's the update. Um, no romantic prospects are on the horizon. I had a bad stomach bug and I threw up all the shitty ass feelings I've been having about not being good enough. Um, 
I mean, I think I'm good enough. I don't know why this last guy just couldn't even like cruise along for a little bit. Well, that's another issue. I guess there's more drama. Every time I get involved with somebody, I have drama probably because I'm used to it. Maybe from my personal life. Um, like with my family, they're loving and they're kind. And my parents were, were married for 45 years in love at first sight. But like there was always a drama at the core of something. And so maybe that's what I'm used to. And I don't want to have that. Um, you know, I think I talked about the Facebook picture when I freaked out uh, back in like December with this new guy. I saw him post with two, somebody else posted it with him with two women. I've had an open discussion with him about it. It still stung. And I told him, I was like, because it, what was stinging was that I just said, I don't want to see you in pictures with other women. It's going to hurt my feelings regardless. And then I also feel like there was some weird, mysterious, fucked up reason why you couldn't just try me on. Be with me. I felt the chemistry. It just, it was just triggering me backwards. I mean, the guy, the guy doesn't, I mean, I think the guy is super different from all the other men I've had feelings for in one aspect. He's very different. The other aspect that he is very similar to the other men is he don't want to be with me. Um, and, and, um, he finds roadblocks with everything I offer as a solution. Um, I really, I really, really was wanting to experience, I really wanted to experience him. Um, just like I wanted to experience the producer guy, which I am glad I got a chance to do because it was no matter what those four days in LA with him at, in those moments were really special. And I, I think that that's the problem is I take those really special moments and I explode them up into these big fantasies that are going to come true of like romance and passion and journeying. And, you know, I mean, in the moment they are, but like, I wanted to experience this new guy like that too, because he was sweet and sensitive and he very, he very much paid attention to what I like in the moment, you know, like he wasn't making it about himself, kissing me and touching me. And those were nice. And, um, I don't know, I guess I'm just still on the prowl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone said to me recently, Oh, I guess you're on the prowl. What the fuck does that mean? No, I'm not. There ain't nothing to eat. I'm just fucking tired. That's why I'm at. I'm a cougar. That not even prowling, that it's sighing at the dead ass meat that's left on the fucking road because y'all are beat. <laughs> All right, I have a meeting at 11 o'clock. I can't wait. Um, I thought I was going to get more people to tune into the live, but I didn't. But we'll see. We're going to keep trying this out and see what happens. I have to blow my nose. Um, so, <clears throat> what is this telling me? I still have more work to do on myself. Um, and I put my work. I put me working on myself into my job. So like my craft is performing and acting and also being a personality, right? Whereas I share what I'm going through. This is a weird obsession to keep looking at your phone, right? I share what I'm going through to hopefully help other people. Um, so if you're interested in how do you take your pain and create from it, hit me up. We're gonna, I, I'm gonna start a virtual class this summer on how to do that. Um, in fact, it's healing through humor. It's already on my website. You can sign up for it. Uh, but I, I like helping people to do that. I also am a teacher, so I know how to facilitate a program and run a program and get a, get you to a goal. Um, but it's, it's there on my website. If you're interested, I will be in Florida next week, Boca Raton. 
next Thursday, the Boca Black Box, and then next Friday and Saturday at the Library Comedy Club in Punta Gorda, Punta Gorda. And then I'm going to be on ABC in Fort Myers uh, next Friday morning, and then ABC uh, on Monday, I think they're releasing it, Southwest Florida. So if you're in the southwestern uh, part of Florida, you can get to see me on ABC in the morning. Um, stay tuned for more Divorce Diaries. Keep living your happily ever after divorce journey. And if you're not divorced and you're tuning in, that means I'm entertaining you and you want to hear more. There's a TV series that I am, that I have been developing with producer David Vox Mullen, my director, Danny Reyes. Um, we have six episodes ready to shoot. We are looking for an investor. If you're interested in investing in the series, please contact me at divorcediariesshow at gmail.com. And if you're just interested in coming to a show, divorcediariesshow.com, joining the, the e-newsletter, my fucking contact form is not working on the website. So just email me and I'll add you to the list because we're working on that too. Um, lots of work in progress. But uh, yeah, and then I guys, hope you guys have a great rest of your week and hope that uh, if you can't let go, you're at least squeezing it tight enough where you're getting some orange juice or lemonade from it. All right. Love you guys. Stay tuned for more Divorce Diaries. I'm Michelle Trainer.